Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen. Fuck! Face slot. That's not just the coolest. Go suck your own dick or something. That's not just the best. Don't fucking question me. Front face lock podcast. First of all, shut the fuck up. Now that, my friend, is just incredible. Bump Bagwell is what created the front face lock. Bump Bagwell is who is front face lock. Front face lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. Well, hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the second most hated wrestling podcast host in the whole wrestling community, it's Vinny. Yay, I wonder who's number one. That would be me, and we'll get into that. (laughs) But before we get into the, the Amanda Huber stuff... There's a question that everyone every week needs to know the answer to, Vinny. Mm-hmm. What's the update on the Just Incredible book? Funny you should ask me that question, Ryan. If you notice my name, it's Just Inseminated. should be Just Incarcerated. It might be soon, that fucking cocksmoker. Yeah, I'm talking to you, PJ Placco. Listen, fuckface. <laughs> this guy. So I sent him another message about the book. Right? I texted him today. I said well, the message. So you you still haven't gotten it. You, no, you no, no. I tweeted. I tweeted. I tweeted him today. Right? You noticed that? I, I, I saw that. I, I tweeted twittered him on his own post. I said. I said. I tweeted Lance Storm, his tag team partner and the Impact players from ECW. I said at Lance Storm, did you really write the forward for PJ Polacco book, or did he scam you too? Been waiting for this thing for five months, and now he's ignoring me. So Lance Storm responded literally right away, and he goes, I wrote the forward. What a Lance Storm thing to say. Yeah, that just, <laughs> just answering you. Just like, yeah, I did it. So then you said uh, it would be nice if Vin Front Facelock could read the forward if PJ Polacco ever sent the book after four months and didn't just take the money and run. At this po- and then I said, at this point, I paid Lance for the forward just to have something concrete. And then he said he, didn't, he wasn't sure if he still had it. We were wondering if he could come on our show just to read the forward at least. So I don't have the book. He hasn't responded to DMs. He hasn't responded to messages or posts on his Twitter. He hasn't responded to a text message to his personal phone. It's uh, it's pretty upsetting. So, so what's your next step? What are you doing next? <sighs> well, I think I got to find out where he lives exactly, or get a lawyer. I don't know what I got. I got. I don't know what I got to do here. Because now we're we're straight up into fraud. Fraud, theft by deception. I mean, to the point now you're ignoring me. And then, and I know that you're ignoring me because you're posting shit on Instagram and 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 Twitter. Like today, he put, "I need it? fifty bucks to get my phone turned back on so I can respond to Vinny." <laughs> it's got. Oh, he just he responded a day ago. Where else? Another day. Oh, today he must have deleted his. Uh, no, no. Someone three days ago he retweeted something, and it was important info. This is from November twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Important info. For all that pre-order my book, I'll be receiving copies from publisher next week. That was from November. Yeah. I will be in touch with everyone individually on shipping. If anybody's interested, I got two copies left for pre-order with mass. First come, first serve. DM if interested. Oh, I go. Still waiting on my book six hours ago. 
No response. So the guy posts all the time, doesn't respond. I we got to get in touch with Russo. Russo has him on the show. I'll message Russo and I'll be like, "Hey, Russo, uh, your boy PJ owes Vinny a book and a mask that he paid for already." Yeah, in September. You would not be this mad if you didn't already pay for the book. If you just were like, he said, "Oh yeah, I promise you'll get one." Oh, I'll, just... I'll put you on the list for you know. I'll put you on the list of a hundred pre-orders so that you get a mask and autograph. I wouldn't care. Bro, I paid you 50 bucks. I sent you the money. You have my address. You haven't even fucking acknowledged me since December now. Yeah, acknowledge me, motherfucker. This is to you, Devin. Just Incredible needs to acknowledge me. I'm the tribal fucking chief, motherfucker. That's it. You're going to eat at the kids' table, PJ. PJ's been demoted to the kids' table? Yeah, he's going to be eating fucking fried calamari. Can Jimmy come to the adult table now? Fuck no, Jimmy can't come up to the adult <laughs> table. He can't act like an adult. Why Oos? not, Oos? PJ's at the kids' table and I'm still here, Oos. This fucking guy. I want my book, motherfucker. I want my fucking book. Do you understand me? I want my fucking it's, book. It's funny because when after we interviewed him, I had heard from some... grocery money. I had heard from so many different podcasts that what a scumbag he was about taking their money. It's like, no, he was so cool to us. Like he, we had no issues, and you know, he's a fucking scumbag. I think he might have taken our money and rant if we would have paid him when he asked for money for the groceries. Yeah, because he asked us for money like a week earlier. Yeah, I have the message. I showed you today. I have yeah, I the message, guys. So it, it's no problem. I'm gonna start. I think the next step is every time he posts, I'm just gonna fucking. Tweet out his DMs that he sent to me. He's going to block me. And I'm going to find another fucking account. And I'm going to do the same thing. It's frustrating, you know? I can understand. You know, you had this huge, throbbing, raging boner of the mask and the book. And you're sitting there with blue balls. I was going to read like six pages of this pop-up book in the mask, in my cut-off jean shorts. We were going to live stream that. Honor Justin Crump. We were gonna do a read along of his book. You're gonna dress like Lance uh Lance uh not Armstrong. Lance Armstrong, <laughs> yes. Lance Storm, and uh you're gonna cut your hair like a flat top, and you're gonna speak Canadian. Hey. After everything in the forward, and then I was gonna lie and wear a horrible sweater and uh <laughs> read the rest of it. Who would have thought, you know, 25 years ago that the guy who was really good friends with Tommy Dreamer would end up being a lying dirtbag. Listen, this is a good lesson. Never meet your heroes, kids. Don't do no. it. Because they might have turned to shitheads. We gave him a lot of credit. We defended him on Twitter. We defended him to uh, about to other podcasts. Remember? Yeah. We did. And uh, this is the thanks we get. So, fuck you, PJ Polacco. Yeah, you just moved up the cock-sucking totem pole. Guess what, Adam Bomb? You got somebody right on your tail. <laughs> While you're sucking Meng's dick, PJ Polacco's working his way up the Mortal Kombat Tower, and soon, he's gonna be the biggest cocksucker in all of wrestling. Yep. He's sucking fucking random houses cock. Watch your ass, Disco Inferno, because Just Incredible's coming up it. And he had the audacity once again to blame the supply chain. And then he said, oh, we're getting it next week in November. It's fucking February 3rd. He hasn't responded to me since December 22nd. Can you, you believe that? Have, you were supposed to have it at the end of the year last year. Yes. 
He could literally drive that shit down to my house. He could have walked hours. it. He could have walked it to your house from Connecticut. From by this time, yes. You live in South Jersey. He lives in Connecticut. He could have fucking did his stupid entrance where he does this shit the whole way down. He's holding books and and masks in his hands. Yeah, with prongs, snap your fingers on repeat, just doing this shit, walking his way down the fucking expressway and parkway, and he could have been there by now. <laughs> snap your fingers, snap your neck. He, he, I can't even fucking open the book and fucking read a page. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Motherfucker. Fuck him. I'm going to fucking wipe my ass with the mask. So anyway, I heard that you have something to talk about as well. Did, so, did I do something this week? Well, this is there's a lot to address here. There's there's a lot of layers here. We got to peel them back. One we got to peel them back. And before we start peeling them back, because there, there's so much, I, I guess... I guess I may have said something. First off, I'm going to blame you because I don't follow Amanda Huber. I don't follow her either. But you sent me something, I believe it was Monday, that said something like she tweeted, Biggie deserved better. That's it. That's the tweet. Well, yes, obviously Biggie deserved better. But it was like, okay, shut up. It's not true. We're going to argue about that. Well, I think his whole gimmick deserves better. Yeah, I'm but, not talking about Royal Rumble he deserved better. I'm talking about his gimmick. He deserves to be more of a monster heel like he used to. So let's go to this tweet. So we all know that Amanda Huber is good friend, And John Huber was good friends with Biggie. Biggie was there with him in the hospital when he was sick. We understand that they're very good friends. Maybe Biggie does need the monster heel push, which we've said in the past. His gimmick now is corny. It's never going to be a legitimate champion run being that gimmick. It's not going to happen. People don't want someone who looks like they're having a seizure every two seconds and throwing fucking pancakes as their world champion. It's not ever going to, it's never going to work ever. Mark, mark my fucking words. Am I wrong or right? No, you're right. I agree with you. I'm agreeing with you on that. Okay. Now when it comes to the tweet, she was saying that Big E deserves better because he was eliminated from the Royal Rumble. So assuming that she wanted Big E to win the Royal Rumble, which a lot of people thought he was going to, I don't know why. They thought he was going to win the Royal Rumble, considering his title reign lasted four months and it was awful, and they took the belt off of him. Just because a guy is your friend, and he might be the best person in the world, and I am guaranteed Big E is probably one of the nicest people in the world and funny and, and just a great all-around person. I'm not doubting that. It doesn't mean he deserves to win the Royal Rumble. And I agree with you. But that was, that I, was what he was. That was to say, that's it. He should have won. So in essence, it's... He deserves better. He needs to go to AEW because they would treat him much better. Is what the whole scheme of it is, right? So, so that's what, yeah, and and that's what set all this off. He yeah. sent me that, and I I happened to click on her Twitter page, and I was scrolling through some of her tweets. Let me see what else this human being that suffered a tragedy tweets, and she posted something that said, "I love my kids more than anything in the universe." But honestly, today, I don't fucking like them at all. So much fighting all day long. There's periods after each word. To emphasize. Yes. So. And there's another one, wasn't there? There was, but the one that really set the whole thing off. Right. But we have to explain in context the other one, because the other one was actually, what she said was probably worse. The other one was. I could ride a Peloton. 
I'm about to ride my Peloton while watching the rumble on my phone and hiding in the garage from my jerk kids. You bet. And to think I said I can't multitask. So she calls her kids jerks. And that's how she hates them. It says she hates them. I may or may not have responded to one of them. I don't remember which one it was. It doesn't matter. And said, yeah, I can understand. You only like them when you parade them around on TV and you make money from them. And they make money for you. Right. Well, apparently I broke the internet. (laughs) Stone cold music. So she responded to that with a picture of a dog being pet. I'm out. She didn't respond to you personally, and she didn't tag you. No, she she quote tweeted me. Did she? Oh, okay. I didn't see that. I just saw the dog. She quote tweeted me with a picture of a dog being pet and said, oh, who's an edgy boy? Who's an edgy boy? Yes, you are. Oh, what a hot take. Your statements are so controversial. What an edgy boy. And then she said, you caught me. Those zero dollars I've made off my kids, you're very edgy. We'll get to that comment. But She had another one, too. Yes. Yeah, the, then the one she said after that was, I don't get how people will claim they don't care about me, yet reply to my tweets or quote tweet me. If you don't care what I have to say, then ignore me, which we'll get to as well. <laughs> I guess it's not possible when you're an edgelord harassing a widow for being a bad mom and having opinions on wrestling. There's so much to take in here. There's a first lot off, take. first off, I didn't say anything about her being a widow. I'm not Nothing. going to ever bash someone for being a widow. I'm not going to bash somebody because their their spouse is dead. I never said anything about their spouse being dead. Or or anyone from that matter because let's be honest, we're all human beings. We all suffer losses and tragedies within the year. The fact that to me why is it all of a sudden I you know there's there's trigger words that are put out there to make you all of a sudden you're the victim you know like oh you're bashing a widow you never said widow never said anything about her being a widow the only thing that anyone said a nasty comment about something is what she said about her kids saying they were jerk kids and that she hated them you just made an observation that they get paraded out by her and Tony Khan because by her permission and you made an observation and you're making a joke. That's the key word. <laughs> it's a fucking joke. Second off, like you said, not once did I say anything about her being a widow. Third, her kids get paraded. Kid, maybe, whatever. Negative one. How many fucking times has he paraded out on television and she's not making money on that? Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. You want to know why? Because that means if she's not making money on it, she's exploiting the kid. And if she is making money on it, then I'm fucking right. (laughs) And I'm sorry if I sound like a cocky asshole, but I only deal in facts. And I have facts. Do you want to know the facts? Let's hear the facts, because I'm sure that you've researched your facts, right? I did. She has a net worth of $3 million. That's uh, $3 million. That's all that's from not, her? That's not from her. It's from her. It's her husband's estate. She inherited $3 million. Good for her. I'm not which bad about that. Which is congratulations. Her husband worked very hard to do what he did. She married him and she did support him and raise his children. So she is entitled to that money and she is entitled 
to everything that he has earned. I agree 100%. Right? Exactly. No one's arguing that fact. Nobody's arguing the fact that she has money. So right there, hire fucking nanny. If you, you think your kids are jerks and you can't do anything, you have the money. You're not fucking living paycheck to paycheck hoping you can make ends meet next week. Hire fucking nanny. You know, like us guys with the 10 viewers on our podcast, apparently. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Second, she's not making money on her kids. She's fucking employed by AEW as per August 15th, 2021. Amanda Huber is now all elite. This is on WrestlingInc.com, a very reputable website. There's also other ones. WrestleTalk, ComicBook.com, AEW.com. Is that one reputable, you think? No. Nah. You know. Amanda Huber is all elite. The widow of Brody Lee took to Twitter tonight that she has announced that she's officially all elite. Oh, does that say she fucking announced it? It does. That would mean that she's employed by them, right? That would mean that she's employed. In fact, here's the tweet from August, excuse me, October 15th, 2021. Words cannot express how happy I am right now. The ability to be a part of AEW and work with the communities is legitimately a team job. She works for AEW. Fuck her and being pissed at me. Okay? <laughs> Again, not saying fuck her because she's a widow. Never would say that. But even if I was, first of all, <laughs> oh, God, which I'm but not, you're not. Which I'm, but you're not. I'm not. But even if I was, is you're there right. a statute of limitations on how long I can go before I can shit talk her for being a widow? Which well, I would never do. Right. And I was going to get to the point. <laughs> Betty White. Which is one of the, probably was the most beloved woman in the entire world, right? My, I took a day off of work. I always said I would, and I did. Okay. Her husband died well before she, you know what? No. Forget Betty White. I'm not going to use her as an example, but God bless you, Betty White. We're going to go bigger. We're going to go bigger. There's bigger, than Betty, bigger White. than Betty White. We're going to go global. The Queen of fucking England, Queen Elizabeth. Has been a widow probably for 60 fucking years. <laughs> no, I don't know how long it was, but a very long time. There's a lot of people that don't like the royal family or the queen. But if someone shit talks the queen, does the queen get on Twitter and her fucking royal guard and come out and say, oh, crikey. No, that's Australian. But blimey or whatever the fuck they say in England. You're picking on me because I'm a widow? No. How ridiculous. Like I was saying before. Everyone's had tragedy in their life. I've had six close people, very, very close people, die within the last two years and four within the last four or five months. And people are allowed to criticize me. I don't say, oh, you're picking on me because my best friend in the military that I served in Iraq with died. I'm not immune to criticism because of that. That doesn't make you immune to criticism. You know what that is? It's a fucking cop-out. That's exactly, what it is. Exactly. Exactly. To the point, though. I never fucking said anything about her being a widow. Right, right. Not and, once. And it gets to the same thing if you were to say, and I say this about everything, unless you have factual proof that someone's saying it, he, these are trigger words to make them as a victim so other people automatically hate you. So to say like, oh, you don't like X and X because they don't like strawberry ice cream. Let's just say that, okay? But Fuck anybody who doesn't like strawberry ice cream first off. Yeah, but, you know, if you're saying, oh, I don't, Jussie Smollett, I said, I don't believe Jussie Smollett. 
And you're saying, you don't believe him because he's gay. No, I just don't believe it. But as soon as you say that, you're automatically making everyone think that I'm a homophobe. Even well, though you're it's not because you're the biggest gay thing. guy in the world. Right, exactly. Next to fucking PJ Polacco. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's the way to have the masses, the Twitter masses, get triggered, be like, look at him. He's picking on a poor defenseless woman who just lost her husband. But that didn't even cross your mind. It, it was it didn't even was I was talking about how she's parading her children on television, which she fucking is. And time out. Let's be honest, Miss Huber. No one would know your name if you weren't the widow of John Huber. Let's Thank be honest. You. So if there's anybody that's using that to benefit themselves, it's not us. Not at all. Because we didn't say nothing about it. You did. She said it. And Twitter went fucking Ape nuts. Yeah. First off, I let everybody talk. I don't respond. <laughs> Some people I respond to because it's too easy not to respond. But for the most part, I let everybody talk. It's funny to me. I guess you can call me a troll. I, uh, you know, whatever. I don't care. But the funny thing about it, there was two things that stood out to me. One, one... It was mostly men. A few women were like, how dare you? She's a single working mother. That's what one woman said. How dare you? She's a single working mother. She's worth upwards of $3 million. She's not a fucking struggling trailer park woman trying to put food on the table for her kids. So and, let's stop you right there. And on top of it, when this all happens, and good for them that they did do this, and hopefully they would stand by their word when this all happens. And I, I, I just don't want to keep talking about this because I don't want to use him because he's got nothing to do with it. Yeah, you know he has nothing to do with it. No, not, not the kid. Just Brody Lee in general has nothing to do with it. No, he was but, never brought in the conversation until no, other yeah. people said it. Right. Now, and we're big Brody Lee fans, big John Huber fans, big yeah. uh, Luke Harper fans. I've said it a billion times on the show. The first thing that they said after the tragedy was no matter what, whatever she needs, we'll be there. We're a big AEW family. We'll take care of it. She's not going to go at this alone. And good for them. But guess what? According to this Twitter troll, nobody's helping her. Nobody's helping. And also her son, Negative One, has a guaranteed contract when, when, he turns of age. when he turns of age. So he's already got a job in 10 years when he turns 18. Who the fuck, who in this world can say... Yeah, when I turn 18, I already got a contract with AEW. I'm going to be making millions of dollars right out of the bat just because my dad died. Who can say that? Not many people. No. And listen, good for them if they do that. And you know, that's fine. I'm not we're not I'm not bashing the fact that they're doing that for him. We're bashing the fact that a lot of it to us and maybe we're wrong. Seems very insincere by Tony Khan and seems like it's all part of just trying to get more viewership and more money. Let's parade this kid out. Let's bring up Brody Lee every chance we can get and cash in on it. That's yes. how it makes sense. That's how I am looking on the outside looking in. I can't tell you if that's what's really happening. Let's let's wish the kid a happy birthday on, on Twitter, even though you don't wish anybody else a happy birthday. And you're his best friend. And you're yeah, and Tony Khan, an adult male, is best friends with an eight-year-old. And Tay Conti is too, by the way. But again. <laughs> Never said anything about her being a widow. Never. All I said was, you only like them when you prayed them around on TV and you make money from them. And it was now, a joke. <laughs> and it was a joke. So, one, it was mostly men. Two, it was 
anybody who wanted to try to insult us went right to the podcast. Oh, these guys are trying to get attention for their podcast. Well, I really wasn't. I was just making an observation, but it worked if that's what I was going for. And they all go, don't you have 10 listeners to listen to, to say this to on your stupid podcast in your mom's basement? Okay, first off, we have 11 listeners, so fuck all y'all. <laughs> second, it's a garage. Second, <laughs> yes, second, it's a garage, so fuck y'all again. It's Vinny's <laughs> wife's basement, so I'm in my mom's garage, and Vinny's in his wife's basement, so fuck all y'all again. Third... Who gives a shit? If, uh, you you can't. You have nothing more creative to say than to insult what we do for for fun. Uh, uh, one of these douches said something. I'd go, "Oh, is that just so you can get more people to show up at your squash game?" So you go fucking play Quidditch in the woods, and, and there are guys that cosplay anime characters. If you could be any more fucking creepy than dressing up as an Asian cartoon and taking pictures of. Posting pictures of Asian video game women over and over again, saying how much you love them, is fucking weird, bro. Yeah, and that was some of the people that insulted us, too. Well, let's get back to this. First of all, 10 listeners or not, and maybe this will be a controversial statement. I don't know. Ryan can clarify for me, maybe, because sometimes I'm not the best with words. I don't, oh, and we were threatened that they were going to email Spotify. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, that was it's, it's, it's us and Joe Rogan are the two worst <laughs> things on Spotify. Bruce Springsteen actually emailed me and said, if you don't take your content off, I'll deal with Joe Rogan, but you don't insult Brody Lee's wife. Never. Fuck you. And I'm like, sorry, boss. I'll take it back. If Spotify was to turn around tomorrow and pull us from their platform, which they won't, because I told the guy, email them. Go see what happens. Go ahead. Fucking go ahead. Knock yourself the fuck out because you'll be wasting a lot of time and energy. Over someone who doesn't really care, <laughs> but you're gonna take the time out to fucking email Spotify to have us canceled because you don't care that much, okay? And you didn't care enough that you have responded. Secondly, if we have ten listeners, if we have a million listeners, or we have zero listeners or zero platform, I can honestly say I really don't do this for anybody else. I don't either. It's We've said this Ryan's hanging out. That's all we do it for. I love the fact people listen. I love right. the other shows that we hang out right. with. I love everything that we do that has made, I don't want to say made a difference because we haven't made a difference, yeah. but I love the shit we've done in the last year and 10 months, whatever it's been, the year and four months, whatever the fuck it's been. We've made great friends. We've done great streams. We've collaborated with a lot of people. If nobody listened, we'd still be doing it. And And I can assure you that everybody else who does a podcast doesn't do it for the sole reason of fucking, I really hope to make everybody happy. That's not the reason. People do it for themselves. Everybody does things for, in this world for selfish reasons. Believe it or not, everything you do every fucking day, you don't go to work to make a paycheck for fucking somebody else. There's just there's so many layers to this. It's just fucking... The bottom line for all of this, she can, everybody could be mad at us because I said that she prays her kids on TV. She does. Fact. Two... She works for AW. Fact. Three. She's fucking worth three million dollars or so. Fact. Also, also, she stated in that tweet that if people don't care, if people didn't care what she had to say, why are they responding to her? We're tweeting her or quoting her tweets or harassing her. I didn't know that three tweets were was considered harassment. Number one. Two, you made two more tweets about 
us, but you just proved your own point. You said if you people don't care, just don't react to them, but you if, did. If you don't care what we said or specifically what I said, don't fucking respond. Or better yet, Bluff. if you can't handle a counter opinion, don't fucking say anything. Right. Vinny and I have opposing views on a lot of things, yes, like major world things. We have very <laughs> different opinions, right. and we never fucking talk about it. It's not that I don't care what his opinion is, but I don't want to get into an argument or a right. disagreement. So we don't talk. So I don't say to Vinny things like, hey, aren't you glad who the president is? Waka waka. <laughs> like, I don't say that because odds are one of us is going to disagree. So I right. just don't fucking say it because I don't feel like dealing with the backlash uh, opposite opinion. And even and even if there are things that we have talked about, we have disagreed recently in a way that we can accept each other's opinions and carry on with our lives. I don't like to live in an echo chamber because if you live in an echo chamber, you're never understanding the other person's side of the story. So if you want to sit there, like we can be argue all day about politics or religion or whatever, but just listening to the same people telling you the same things over and over again that you agree with doesn't help you ever understand the other side at all. Exactly. So, so for you to sit there and say, I don't want you commenting if you don't agree, then you really don't you don't deserve to be on a platform like Twitter. You're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people that criticize you and you're going to have people that have different opinions. And if you can't take it, I don't know what to tell you. People like her, and I'm just going to, I'm going to single her out, but people like her want to post something and they want a thousand people to go, you're right. Everything you say is gold. And the men want her to go, thanks for defending my honor. I'm going to suck your dick now, Steve from Wisconsin, or with your four followers that defended my honor against a shitbag from Jersey who said <laughs> I parade my kids around on TV, which I do, and I make money on them, which I do, because I work for the company, which I said I didn't work for, but I actually did say I work for. I'm going to suck your dick, Steve from Wisconsin, because you, I don't, I'm just using that as a name, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you defended my honor on Twitter. Bottom line, you're right. Biggie should have won the Royal Rumble. What do you want us to say? All right. So yeah. Sorry, Happy, Amanda. Happy, we're, whole we're big sorry. misunderstanding. <laughs> sorry for the misunderstanding. You're right. Biggie deserved better. He should have won the Royal Rumble, but you prayed your fucking kids around on TV and you make money on them. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So what anyway, I think. Shane McMahon got fired. Nobody cares. Oh, no. Nobody cares. But Nobody cares. 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 Good, but you know, like you said, he'll probably own Impact or or buy out AEW and be an invasion angle. I think it's a work. I don't. You're, apparently, the what I had read that was a. Uh, Vince brings Shane in every once in a while to help him with the Royal Rumble to like produce it. But Shane kind of went overboard because he wasn't watching the storylines. He didn't know what was going on and he wanted to make himself look good. Yeah. So we got a lot of heat backstage. So even if Vince was like, hey, Shane, you fucked everything up for us. I'm going to let you go. Again, Shane's not fucking, he's, he's not working paycheck to paycheck. He'll go somewhere else or he won't. He'll go start another failed company. Oh, did I say that? Oh, shit. I'm going to get more Twitter trolls telling me. How can me, you say that he failed? Don't you know that that he just lost his grandmother? 
He lost his grandmother, who was a hundred. I'm not gonna badmouth the fact that she died. I'm not. But she's a hundred, just like Betty White. I idolized Betty White. She was ninety nine. Almost made what it. What else? What is she? Yeah, I know. A week and a half. What other accolades is she gonna accomplish? Yeah. What else is she gonna do? I loved Betty White. I watched the Golden Girls nonstop all the time since I was a kid. What else is she doing? She's ninety fucking nine years old. She's done everything. She's older than she was older than sliced bread. She didn't climb Mount Rushmore, uh, Mount Mount Everest, or Mount Rushmore. I bet she didn't climb that either. She didn't climb any mountain except for her fucking ex-husband's monster cock. I heard (laughs) his massive dong, massive dong with his meaty clackers. (laughs) That's only because you're old. When you're old, your balls sag more. Anyway, so yeah, we, we everybody hates us. I don't care. The people who know and the people who know what we were about and the people who know that we're joking, they don't hate us. And those are the ones I like. Yeah. The three, the guy with the three followers with the anime picture that's like, how can you say that about this wonderful woman? They can go fuck themselves. It's just fucking crazy to me. It's just crazy that they, uh, you know, they really think we care. They, they don't yeah. care. They don't care. Listen, we didn't even mean to upset her day because you normally when you – Message celebrities, I guess you would call her. They, you know, I guess by facto bonds. So it was just like a tongue in cheek, like that's what you're saying when you're putting your kids in front of the camera. And everyone lost their fucking mind, bro. I tweeted Corey Graves like a year ago. But what about Mojo Raleigh? Mojo Raleigh, actually, I love Mojo Raleigh because he fucking responded and was like he liked it but i tweeted Corey Graves like a year ago make he said he tweeted something like i've never seen that before and i'm like you also never see your kids at breakfast because you left them for carmella and he <laughs> didn't fucking respond but is twitterverse your, went nuts is your is your they went nuts on you yeah your finishing move is the two christmases <laughs> shared custody the custody battle Ugh, oh, fucking hell. Tag team partner Al Emoni. Fucking A, man. What about... <laughs> yeah, Mojo, he liked our shit. Macadona's a bitch. Chelsea Green's a bitch. Some people are legitimate, like, they don't respond, but it doesn't bother them. Because they don't care. They just, they go, oh, look, I have 10 million followers, and one guy said... Something shit. Yeah. Which, by she the way, 20, she 20, Amanda Humor has twenty thousand followers, and 20, one one fucking tweet from twenty thousand is the one that pissed them off. That's very Am fragile. I the only one that's ever said the truth to her? Fragile. It sounds. It sounds more like. Hmm. I bet you didn't know I could multitask. I'm riding my Peloton while watching the football game while tweeting. This guy, because I need attention. That's ex- that's all it is. I need attention. Nobody's talking about us. AEW hasn't brought up my husband's name in a while, so those checks are getting a little bit smaller. So I need attention. So, oh, look, of my 20,000 followers that I look at every fucking tweet, apparently. Apparently, she looks... I wasn't the first one that responded, by the way. Like, 50 <laughs> other people responded, and I'm the one that she noticed. Because the 49 before me were people going, you're such a good mom. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to get some heat, buddy. 
I you know, I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. If anybody's learned anything from listening to the show, we don't care. Long story short, it was a joke. He said nothing of the fact of you or her being a widow. Could give a shit less. Relax. And Twitterverse, fucking take a damn chill pill. And guys, just because you follow a female on Twitter doesn't mean she wants you. So what's what else do we got to talk about? Well, I mean, we do do things with this show. Like this whole show, we're supposed to be watching pay-per-views. And we have one to watch tonight. We do. We're doing TNA tonight. Tonight we're going to be doing Destination X 2010. And I don't know anything else about the card. I researched one match particular. And knowing us, it'll take us an hour to do it. March 21st, 2010, Orlando, Florida, in the Impact Zone. Attendance is 1100 1100. There is a tagline. Not the worst tagline in the world, though. No. A night when the X Division will shine. That's not a bad tagline. Oh, that's there's more? Well, no, I'm saying that because it's a destination X, so it's a night when the X Division will shine. That's not a bad tagline. No. No, I'm not totally mad at it. I actually want to do this card before I tell you the WWE card because this card, and then you go to what wwe's card is you're gonna be like oh this is the best i could do so you got your boy kazarian with this first amazing red brian kendrick and daniels yep who christopher daniels no before him oh you mean brian kendrick brian anti-semitic oops i didn't think anybody was gonna see those videos kendrick <laughs> brian David Ike, what's that guy? The Eck, the guy who used to listen to that thinks there's lizard people and that they're all like against Jews and or Jews like uh, run the fucking world and there's 13 families that interbreed and they control everything. Brian Kendrick, Brian, thanks for the one day AEW contract, Kendrick. Brian, thanks for the five hour AEW contract, Kendrick. Brian, I hope they don't check my search history, Kendrick. His finishing move in WWE was sliced bread. Was that what it was called? Yes. No. Sucked. Yes, it was. He sucks. He's always sucked. He's fucking awful. I hated that guy. He was like a pirate. Remember he was a pirate? He was the Brian Kendrick. He was like a pirate. That was his gimmick. Then you got uh, Tara versus Daphne. I like both of them. Yeah. That was for I the TNA that. Women's Knockout Championship. AKA Victoria. Then you have Rob Terry versus Magnus for the TNA Global Championship. Okay. Then you have the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin. That's your boy. You love you're such a big Chris Sabin fan. Versus Generation Me, which was the Young Bucks. Oh, Nick and uh Jack Jackson. <laughs> What's his name? Nick and who Jackson? Nick and Matt Jackson. Matt, and that's for that's an Ultimate X match. That's okay. the one where they hung the thing in the ring and they and had the ropes. Like, yeah, I like that shit. Then you had the band. We actually might have to watch this. It was the band Scott Hall and Six Pac versus Eric Young and Kevin Nash. All right, to get the band back together. Yeah, that's what it was. Then you have Doug Williams versus Shannon Moore for the TNA X Division Championship. Doug Williams, NFL Super Bowl champion quarterback? No. 1985 Washington Redskins? No, just an English professional wrestler. 
Oh, fuck him. He was British. <laughs> then you have uh, Hernandez and Matt Morgan versus probably your top two favorite tag teams of all time. Can I guess? Yes. The Blue Brothers? No. The Beverly Brothers? No. Two, uh, it's TNA. Two, so TNA tag teams? TNA, one of your favorite tag teams of all time. You have four shirts of these guys. Who? Beer Money, James Storm, and Bobby Roode. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, I love them. I'd piss in their beer at ringside. You did? I would. You won't. If I turn back time, I will. Let's do it now. James Storm still drinks beer. James Storm still drinks piss, too. No one has ever said he didn't. <clears throat> Then you have Kurt Angle versus probably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Mr. Kennedy Anderson. Imagine he fucked it up one night. He's like, Mr. Kent. No, no, Anderson. Sorry. Sorry, I'm new here. That's your greatest, your favorite. He's the best. He, he, he did, he totally that did fucking not... guy been ripping his students off. Yeah, I was going to say, he totally just did not get in trouble for ripping his students off for his wrestling school. Do you think Mr. Anderson's real name is Ken Polacco? I think PJ Polacco and Mr. Anderson are the same person. We can't say that they're not. Never I've seen never seen them together. wrestle. Yep, never seen them place together. But then you have the main event. Mm -hmm. And this is what I wanted to talk about. Okay. You have AJ Styles with Ric Flair. I'm so okay. not a raper. This is when AJ Styles was the new nature boy. Right. And he's fighting Abyss. The monster Abyss? The monster abyss. But the thing about the match is that Hogan, I don't know if he's in the corner with Abyss, but he's on Abyss's side. And he gave Abyss the ring, the WWE Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame ring, ring. Yes. That gives him the powers of Hulkamania. Of Hulkamania. I told you that Hulk Hogan blessed Abyss. Remember all those episodes ago? Yeah. Like we thought Abyss was going to be like the new Hulk Hogan. Hogan came out on uh, TNA television, and it was it was after a against all odds. It was it was uh, Foley versus Abyss, and they had they said that the there's a weird stipulation. They said the barbed wire bat had to be used, or Abyss would get unmasked. Okay, so it did not get used. So that Monday or whatever they were doing their Impact Zone show. Bischoff came out and he was going to unmask Abyss, but Hogan came out and apparently cut like an amazing promo, but then proceeded to, as you say, bless Abyss with the Hall of Fame ring, which Hogan claims made him a shell of the man he used to be, gave it to Abyss. Abyss absorbed the ring and became Hulkamania. So he fucking Lord of the Rings him. He Lord of the Rings him. He fucking Bilbo Baggins him. Yeah. He gollumed him. He gollumed him. He schmeagled him. Just, yeah, just keep naming Lord of the Rings characters. He did he that. Fucking, he fucking Sam. Sauron and Frodo'd him and Baromir'd him. It sounds like all like sexual terms, especially when you say you, he Frodo'd him. <laughs> he Samwise Ganged him. Oh my God, is he Samwise Ganging him? I can't believe he gave him the stinky Gimli. <laughs> I, th I think when your wife gets home, lady, you should be like, honey, can you give me the Frodo? Just let me slip into something more comfortable before I give you the Aragon. 
You slip into a knight's outfit? <laughs> Mount Mordor. So, so yeah, so, so that's the... He absorbed the powers of Hulkamania from the ring. He captain planeted him? He fucking captain planeted him. <laughs> in in case he... anyone doesn't know who Abyss is, the monster Abyss, he's pretty much, if you went to the English town flea market and were sifting through the, the random action figures that are in like a cardboard box for sale... For 50 not, cents. not in packaging. Not in packages. You're just random and like arms are on different characters. And this is like if the mankind figure fell into the sewer and was there for like f- the whole ruthless aggression era and some kid fucking mom was walking the dog and found it and it was like, hey, Billy, I think this will be worth money one day. Who, what character is this? And then he looked at it all fucking destroyed by the environment and the elements. He's like, that looks like the Monster Abyss. Or it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you get the WWE licensed Mankind, or you get the Toys R Us licensed Masked Maniac Wrestling Superstar. Guy. Guy with a bat. Monster Monster Abyss. I did not know this, by the way. And you, I think you told me this. His name is Christopher Park. Joseph Park. Christopher Joseph Park. Okay. He also played his brother. Joseph Park. Yeah, because I had watched on Pluto that uh, there was a pay-per-view where Joseph Park, who had short hair and glasses, he was an accountant, and he had to, he kept going, my brother's going to be here soon, my brother's going to be here soon, and then he had to go to the ring, and he fought the match, and then like halfway through the match, he quote-unquote channeled Abyss, and he won the match, and then... I was, they're like, oh, Abyss never showed up. And I said something to Vinny about it. And he's like, no, that's the same guy. I did not know he played also his <laughs> fictional twin brother like it's fucking days of our lives. And Joseph Park is the fucking, if you were to go to the English town flea market and go back to that box and you found the IRS doll <laughs> <laughs> that was in the sewer for fucking the whole ruthless aggression era, that's what you would, that'd be, uh, Joseph uh, Park. So yeah, so uh, that and the funny thing, like Abyss's mask is even similar Mankind. to Mankind's, but he like works for WWE now. So you know they went, ah, this fucking guy loves us so much, we're just gonna give him a job. He's like the guy who shows at the bar every day, and then you show up one day and he's bartending. It's like, oh, they just I had to, let you I had do to cover. It. I had to cover for uh, somebody. We had to fire Bill Demott. Because he was saying some shit. So, Abyss, you happen to be there that day. So, you, you can come work for us now. Timeline right. kind of works out, by the way, 2019. Just saying. Yeah. So, WWE is doing WrestleMania XXVI. 26. 26. It's a Raw and SmackDown brand. It's March 28th, 2010 at the Glendale, in Glendale, Arizona at the University of Phoenix Stadium. The attendance. Now... TNA's attendance is 1,100. It's a small arena. Obviously, it's not going to have a huge attendance. The attendance at the, apparently the online college of University of Phoenix Stadium, the attendance is 72,219. God. <laughs> and their capacity is 81,000. So it's they get 72,000. 72,000. You could have fit 10 TNA crowds into the rest of the capacity left over 
<laughs> the matches here, not every match is good, but there's reasons why this one is obviously, besides the fact it's a bigger company, but there's reasons why this one is a bigger deal than Destination X. First match was Show Miz, was the Miz and Big Show, versus Morrison and R-Truth for the Tag Team Championships. Show Miz. No business like show business. Waka waka. Then you had Randy Orton versus Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. Oh boy, I gotta tell you, that 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 sounds awful. Jack Swagger, Christian versus Christian, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Evan Bourne, Kane, Kofi Kingston, Matt Hardy, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin in a Money in the Bank match. How many fucking guys were that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. For fuck's sake, man. It was better when they did the Money in the Banks and the Elimination Chambers at a pay-per-view instead of having their own. Then you had Triple H versus Sheamus. All right, the best match so far. Rey Mysterio versus CM Punk. But had Mysterio lost, he would have had to join the Straight Edge Society because, you know, that's a threat. Because Rey Mysterio really shouts out doing drugs and drinking. Hey, little Mexican guy that's been around forever, who's pretty much as straight as an arrow. If you lose this match, you have to join our club where we say we don't do drugs or alcohol, even though you've never said you do drugs or alcohol. Right. Like if Jeff Hardy, whose test results came back negative, and he's kind of being a dick about the whole like, hey, you fired me for this thing. But it's like, hey, Jeff Hardy, if you lost, you had to join the straight A society. I can understand there's like a little, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to quit. Doing drugs. I love doing drugs. Uh, it's, it's... Marty Janetti, you're going to join the Straight Edge Society. Fuck no. No. <laughs> no I quit. No. I quit. quit. Fuck it. I'm out. But you're in the main event tonight. I don't care. You're not. I'm not going to win anyway. Never. Then you had a match that actually was, you know, something everyone in the world looked forward to. Bret Hart versus Mr. McMahon in a Lumberjack match. Who were the ben Lumberjacks? Match. But it didn't say, doesn't say who the Lumberjacks are, but Bruce Hart was a referee. And you know what? It was a bad match, but it was still like one of those, like, okay, you know, McMahon fought Hogan, McMahon fought Bret Hart. Okay, he's getting all the gr- angst out of the way. Right there, though, people are going to buy that pay-per-view because it's Bret Hart. Yes. 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 Then you have uh, Chris Jericho versus Edge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. The big gold belt. Then you have Alicia Fox, Layla, Maurice, Michelle McCool, and Vicky Guerrero versus Beth Phoenix, Eva Torres, Gail Kim, Kelly Kelly, and Mickey James. Oh my God, who the hell cares? This is like, WWE was really bad. Yeah, it was. It, this was, I mean, that's, you know, they call it the popcorn match. That's the popcorn match. Everybody was coming down off McMahon, Hart, six and Jericho Edge. It gets uh, so you know you got John Cena versus Batista for the WWE Championship, but then you got a match that I mean it it, it best match probably one of the best matches probably of the decade Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in a no disqualification streak versus career match Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in a no disqualification versus streak career match no no disqualification streak because there's been matches where Undertaker's won by disqualification so it's a no disqualification streak match. First career, this is where Shawn Michaels retired. Because Undertaker beats him. Yes, and it, it those two Shawn Michaels-Undertaker matches at those two WrestleManias were probably some of the best matches of the decade. So, yeah, the rest of the card is probably like a B+. That's an A+. 
That's probably like three matches I'd watch in that whole card. I would watch the Bret Hart match, the Jericho yeah. match, and the uh, probably the Cena match, and then the Undertaker match. So you can understand there why Destination X only gets eleven hundred, and WrestleMania twenty six gets seventy two thousand. I would have watched this. You sound like the people in two thousand ten that were trying to tell me that TNA was going to put WWE out of business. Just like the people that told me in 96 that WCW was, just like the people now that are telling me AEW is going to. You're right. Because you know, like, like Ruby Riot's so awesome that she's so unhappy there. Again. <laughs> yeah. She literally came out and said, I'm unhappy how they're using me. No shit. Just like everyone else in that company that's not named Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, CM Punk. Punk MJF. MJF. You're unhappy how they're using you? What a fucking surprise. Andrade. Who the fuck would be happy there? There's 9,000 people they signed. <laughs> this is why they say the grass isn't always greener. I could have, We could have told you this fucking a year ago. We told you. You didn't want to listen. This is why Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and AJ Styles are fucking geniuses. Because they said, you know what? I might." Sami Zayn came out and goes, I'm always in a storyline. I'm always getting my time. I'm always in the, in the picture. I like it here. Why would I go anywhere else? Kevin Owens said the same thing. AJ Styles said the same and thing. They're getting probably fucking three times as much as they would in AEW. Forget the money. Like, you know, wrestlers. No, never forget the money. The money is the fucking most important thing. Because I, I, know... I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. If I'm Roman Reigns, right? Right. right. They were treating me like shit in WWE. But they're paying me fucking $20 million a year. And then AEW goes, come over to a less stressful environment, Roman, and we'll give you $500,000. Guess where I'm not going? I'm not going to AEW no matter what. They're not paying fucking Ruby Riot millions of dollars. You know she's not getting paid as much as she was in WWE. There's no way. No. And she's looking at Liv Morgan in the main event picture going, fuck, that could have been me. I had my moment at the Joker's Wild Battle Royal. Yeah. And I had my main event match, and Liv Morgan's in the main event picture every week, every pay per view. She's getting huge pops. When what's her name fucking came out at the Royal Rumble, the other Sarah Logan came out, the fucking place went nuts. Can you imagine if I came out too? No, I'm stuck in AEW, sucking as much as I did in WWE and getting paid less for it. You heard it here first a year ago. It's going downhill. They can't even get over, they haven't had over a million viewers in a year. And SmackDown's pushing close to two million. I don't think I don't think uh, Dino not uh, Rampage. I don't think Rampage is pushing five hundred thousand. I don't know. I haven't even seen it in a while. Anyway, I'd like to watch um, the band match. By the way, worst fucking app. Worse than Peacock. It is. It's it's fucking terrible because I pay for this shit and I still have advertisements. So you go to pay per views and it says pay per views two thousand ten. You literally have to skip through every pay-per-view. Yeah, you can't just choose one. No, you got to skip. And fucking TNA against all odds. TNA Destination X 2010. Okay, I'm here. The, the only redeeming thing is when I'm watching it on the computer, I can skip match to match, but I have there's like an advertisement section. I don't have to watch the ads, but they're still there. This is the band match? The band match. Sex Pac. You called them Sex Pac? They have no Ooh. music? Wow. It's, wow, 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 wow. 
Jeez, Christ, Scott Hall looks oh awful. How high is he? Scott Hall is so, like look at his face. It was like Jeff Hardy at Victory Road looked better than Scott Hall does right there. Holy shit! He even fucking flipped the toothpick. You can see yeah. Xbox high as a kite too. Oh yeah, they're both fucking high. <laughs> We're drunk. But they're doing the fucking DX chop with the fucking NWO, NWO horns. Who's he? The Lone Wolf. I don't know, but he's got a fucking gut. Oh my god, X Pac is fucking wasted. Six Pac. Oh wait, is there a pro? Oh, Scott Hall's doing a promo. I can't wait. Let's he's gonna start hey, off. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. I'm fucked Let's up. So high. Look at him. Hey ho. Hey yo. Hey yo. I'm hey, yo. fucked up. What's what he says? It's a big money contract. Oh, that's right. They get a contract if they win. Oh, great. Nobody cheered. The promo suck. Oh, he's got music. Kevin Nash. No, this is Eric Young, I think. Oh, no, it is, it is Kevin Nash. Big sexy. Why is he texting with Eric Young? Eric Young looks like a weirdo. Yeah, he's no beard. He's all young looking. Like, get it? Because he's Eric Young. Boo! I love you, Johnny Cakes. Dude, X Pac is so fucking high. Yeah. He should have been like X, X, like ecstasy. Ecstasy Pac? Ecstasy Pac. Ecstasy Pac. I gotta start on my diet again tomorrow. So I don't yeah, look like fucking Scott Hall. Holy shit, dude. Talk about. Oh, oh, he went to go do the fucking two sweet to X Pac and he just walked away from him. I think this was around the time that Scott Hall didn't show up for that one pay per view. That Samoa yeah. Joe called him out. Why is X Pac so high? Yes. Did he just borrow his fucking tights from WWE? Borrow? No, he probably owns them, but they don't fit as well as they used to. Did he get the? Uh, he didn't get the the ass ripping here, right? No, this is not the uh, anus cut or what? What was it? Anus bleeding anus? Just says Pac. Up <laughs> oh, AW unoriginal. Right. He's got long hair. A beard named Pac. What's a Pac anyway? Uh, that's a Pac. It's X Pac, Sex Pac, Pacman, 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 Pacman. Jamaican Pacman, a Jamaican band. Pacman, Pacman. <laughs> oh, he actually tagged in Scott Hall. How's he gonna do this? <laughs> Whiskey in the yarrow. I was gonna crotch chop him. That's why he wasn't in DX, because he couldn't even do a good crotch chop. Ooh, he couldn't even get him over. You know Scott Hall smelled. Oh, yeah. Like whiskey. Whiskey and B.O. Yeah. Xbox smelled like weed and B.O. Um, Scott Hall smelled like whiskey, B.O., and like that cheap fucking cologne. Yeah, like the shit you buy at ShopRite. Cleek. Dude, he couldn't even fucking... Like, Eric Young couldn't even backdrop X-Pac. He picked, he picked, his cologne was in Click. Click? It's the stuff that burns your eyes when you get too close to him. He just wears aftershave. But he never shaves. He's got the 5 o'clock shadow all the time. X-Pac, you think you could tell me what to smoke? TNA doesn't. No. Oh, Eric Young fucking blows. He was decent in sanity, but he sucked here. Yeah, he was bad when he was young. He was just Eric. Just Eric. Hi, I'm just I'm Eric. I'm young. Oh, did he shit his pants? He just smacked his did ass. He shit his pants? You see the fucking brown stain on his butt? Oh, fucking Xbox shit his pants. You see it? Yeah. You see it, right? Oh, he, yeah, he did. Did he shit his pants or is he bleeding from his asshole again? 
I don't know, but there's definitely a stain on his ass. He's like, I got to tag out of here. I got to tag out. <laughs> Shark pock. <laughs> Shit pock. <laughs> Shit pock. I'd be yelling at him if I was in the crowd behind him. Why don't you go shit your pants again, X-Pac? Shut up! It was an accident! Maybe he just gets fucked in the ass all the time. And he keeps using these excuses in wrestling. That's why his asshole keeps getting reopened. Looks like he's leaning against the other side so no one sees him. He's like, see nobody can see this, right? Look. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he's too fucking stoned to realize he shit his pants. Do you think he shit his pants or think his, his uh, anus opened up? I think this is before his anus opened up. I actually think he shit his pants. Because if he if he was bleeding from the asshole, it would be more than that little dot. You think he sharded? Oh, he definitely sharded. What would you do if you shart? Would you keep going on like the show must go on, or would you run to the back? How much money was I making? Xbox money. I'd go in the back. That's no. That's not a lot of money at all. China's not gonna fuck me now with the shit stain on my ass. Look, he went under the ring. He went under. Oh, is there toilet paper under here? There's got to be some TP. Some toilet paper. Are they, like, uh, strategically not showing his asshole? Is he going to spray paint his ass so it covers up the shit? Oh, he, is he no, one's gonna, no one's going to know. Yeah, no one's going to know he spray painted Eric Young's face with green spray paint. Did you just wipe your ass with that hand? Are they going to get qualified now? Or what, what's going on? They all look drunk. How does the ref not notice? What, that Xbox shit himself? Well, that and the fact that Eric Young has green spray paint on his face. Xbox going to go, that wasn't shit. It was spray paint. It was spray paint. No, it was, I mean, it was shit. I sh- actually shit on his face. I shit green. I was eating uh, uh, Fruity Loops earlier. <laughs> Fruity Loops. Oh. Uh, Kevin Nash turned on Eric Young. What a fucking surprise with the shittiest fucking powerbomb ever. You think they sprayed him in the face with the spray paint so that X-Pac could huff it? Of course. He, he huffed it before it even... He's like, all right, spray in the face now. What is he? What is Kevin Nash doing? Oh, he tagged himself out. He powerbombed and then dragged him outside the ring and then tagged himself out. Did an X Factor, a shitty X Factor. You gotta do that stupid karate kick. Do the shit stain. We should get X Pac on the show and ask him what was worse: bleeding from the ass, tearing it open, or shitting. Oh my God, he had to help him. Uh, he had to help him get him up in the razor's edge. Oh my God, dude, he is so fucked up. You could. He made X Pac pin him because he's like, I can't get down. Oh, look at his stomach, dude. Who's the fucking Legal man. Oh, they got con- oh, they got contracts. You know what you could do with that contract, X-Pac? You wipe your ass with it. <laughs> Ke- Kevin Nash looking for toilet paper now? What is going on? Probably more spray paint. I bet they'll spray paint the band or click on them. On his st- X-Pac already huffed all the spray paint. There's no more spray paint. I huffed it all. Oh, they found another can under the mat. So we're just going to rehash NWO. Yeah, pretty much. You spray paint oh, oh an outline around his body that's gonna be there the whole rest of the night, I guess. Not dead. I'd be yelling the whole time. X-Pac what would you be yelling? Hey Xbox, you shit your pants. Kevin Nash was looking at him, he's like, hey, you shit pants. He just huffed the, the spray paint too. X-Pac is just a long-haired Charlie from Always Sunny. Yeah, that's all he is. Why did TNA think that it was a good idea to put these three guys back on television? This is like 30 years of the same shit. Scott Hall looks like he's fucking chewing. He's got marshmallows shoved in his face. His, his face is so fucking bloated. Xbox eyes are so glazed. <laughs> Speaking of drug addicts in 2010. Oh, hi, Kurt Angle. I think we go right to the main event next. The monster beast. 
Oh, there's your boy bleeding. Mr. Anderson. And he fell down. Look, it's your future father-in-law, Taz. Yeah, because you step in hook. the way of your love of hook. You like to get fucking your anal hooked. You already bought the ring for hook and said you hooked a good one this time. You already have your vows written. Sometimes when you go fishing, you have to put bait on your hook. But this time, I didn't have to do that because his hook was enough for me to bite. And you caught me on your hook. And I've never been so grateful to been hooked by such a wonderful hook. Love you, hook. Can't wait for you to hook me in bed. Love, Vinny. <laughs> to my father-in-law, Taz, on his birthday. I don't know if you know this. But I'm Ryan from World, from not World Elite. You fuck you. Lock podcast. Not only do I insult widows, but I love my new father-in-law. If only we could have some incest love between father and son, we could have me in a Taz mission of my balls and my ass. Does that even work? You could Taz mish my face. To my future father-in-law, Taz, my name is Vinny. I co-host Front Face Lock with Ryan. Ryan was going to marry you some, but I stepped in because there's nothing more that, that I love than a nice hook to the face. Your son threw his lure out there, and it hooked me right in the mouth. I would like to have your, yours and your son's meaty hooks in my anus and in my urethra, pull them together and make us one. There's a double oh. hook there, but I want you to double underhook my vagina butthole. Fuck my mouth if you can. Fist my anus if I let you. <laughs> Which I will. Imagine you getting banged by Taz. No, 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 no. I can't imagine. No. You lost me at imagine you getting banged. No. You're on top of Hook. Why am I he, on top of Hook? <laughs> and his legs are bent over his head with his socks, his high socks and his high tops. Why am I short, doing this? You have his shorts pulled down. You have his legs bent over. And you're banging him. And Taz is on top of you from behind, hooking your face. Actually, no, he's Taz, putting you in a Taz mission and banging you in the ass. Why? Why am I always put in these situations? Well, the Young Bucks jerk off. Oh, the Young Bucks are there. They're always there. The Young Bucks are always always there. They just follow me around. They're just like, he's going to get raped. Let's (laughs) get in there. Can't wait to get tagged in. Can't wait to get tagged in, Matt. Yeah, Jack. What's the other one's name, Nick? Let's find a nice notch in the tree. Somehow you've gotten me raped again. Wouldn't it be a week on the Front Face Lock podcast if Vinny didn't figure out a way for me to get raped by a wrestler? But you were actually having consensual sex. Yeah, and then got raped. No, I still let Taz fish hook you. I still don't know why I'm fucking hook. And first of all, if I'm going to fuck hook, he's got to take his socks off. That's disgusting. <laughs> Just sweaty, too. Just sweat. No. If it's, he's got if high tops, man. If his legs are bent behind his head, and I'm on top of him, as per your story, his feet are close to my face. He's got skin on. 
He's got what? High tops on. Shoes. Take them off. But then you'd have his smelly socks in your face. No, take the socks off too. So you this can is, suck on them toes. No, this is supposed to be a romantic moment of love, and you are spoiling it by making you seem like a cheap hooker by keeping your shoes and socks on. You don't do that unless you're paying by the hour. Get those fucking things off. We're doing this the right way. Taz, I don't care what you do from behind because I don't see you. If I'm doing hooks, <laughs> you're gonna feel them. You're gonna feel I'm going to feel them, but I don't want to see them. And the Young Bucks, I don't know why they're there. Why are they always they're, there? They're jerking off, I told you. How did they find me? They have your GPS tracked because you because you have the vaccine. Oh, 5G. Okay. Yeah. No, the chip they put in you when they vaccinated you, it's all part of the Young Bucks plan. So the Young Bucks control the vaccine. Yes. So they, they And I'm the only one that got it. I'm the only one that got the chip because you, the Young the Bucks just wanted me. They only had one chip. Could have had you. You got you got it right before me, and they're like, "Nope, giving it to Ryan." Yep. You know, pay for the chip, Amanda Huber, because she's worth millions of dollars. <laughs> she's gonna love you. She does love me. That's why you're married. Exactly. Imagine you really became the next Amanda Huber. Well, then I'd be pretty well off, and I'd have some fucking kids that have a job at eighteen, so they can move the fuck out. I won't have to support them anymore. Uh. Hey, negative one, those, get your ass those, out of the house. Those, you fucking jerks. You fucking jerk kids who won't let your mother <laughs> Peloton in privacy. That's what it is. I, wait, I can't afford a babysitter. I'm doing this on my own. Let me go ride my Peloton. Which is like 4200 fucking dollars. <laughs> Without Plus the, the classes. Yeah, yeah, the subscription's like $100 a week or some shit. I don't know. I don't have one, obviously. <laughs> she likes that. So this is like a 30-minute match. I think it was a lot of intro. Is that mankind and boy kind? Here's the one ring to room, all brother. He's looking like Dog the Bounty Hunter, no? Yeah, he does. What's the stipulation of this match? There's no stipulation. It's literally just AJ versus Abyss. For the championship? Yes. So apparently Abyss was very nervous all the time and very like scared, but the ring gave him Hulkamania powers. The one ring to room. He didn't wear the ring all the time? Oh, there comes Hogan with his bedazzled shirt. Oh, he chop-blocked him. Is Abyss going to break through the cuffs? Let's see. Oh, he's got the ring now. He's going to break it, right? Ah, uh, he broke oh. the cuffs because he's got the Hulkamania ring. Oh, shit. Oh, he's cradling Hulk Hogan. They just said this is a feeding off the power of the Hulkamania ring. Oh, deep six. Now you know who got that, right? Abyss, get it? Deep six. Ah. Oh, he no-sells. He put flair through cardboard. So AJ Styles, 12 years ago. So AJ Styles was like 32 years old. He's, he's supposed to be like the the new nature boy. Nate, Nate Jr.? Who's this shit? Is that this slut? Christy, Christy Hem? What's up, whore? What's up, you fucking sexy slut? Nice henna tattoo, skank. Thank God AJ Styles got better on promos. And grew his hair. And grew his hair and grew a beard. AJ Styles was like the most popular guy in TNA. Why did they have to do this to him? Because Ric Flair was swinging his dick at fucking... Christy Ham. Yeah. Do you think she's looking? She's like, I want to have sex with him. He's still talking. Oh, there he is. What is up with his outfit? He's wearing the Hulk Hogan ring. It's funny that Hogan and Abyss have the same ring size. Imagine he did promos just like Hogan with the ring. 
This is the first ever Abyss promo I've ever seen. So Hulk Hogan had supernatural powers? Uh, no, his Hall of Fame ring had supernatural powers. WWE Hall of Fame ring? Yes, that's the WWE Hall of Fame ring. So they are what other Hall of Fame is Hogan in? They're allowed to use that? They never said it was WWE Hall of Fame ring. The Three Ninjas Hall of Fame? He is in the Three He's also in the uh, Santa with Muscles Hall of Fame and Suburban Commando. I heard he was definitely in the Suburban Commando Hall of Fame. Oh, no he's doing Hall. what you're going to do. But Kane did that. Yeah. So, it's a, right? Remember? Abyssomania. Remember when it was Kane and The Rock and Hogan? Yeah. He's like, what you going to do, brother, when the, the Hulkamaniacs and the Kane at Nights and yeah. The Rock? So, another ripoff. Another complete ripoff. The Kane, the, the, the Abyss. Belt looks, the belt looks kind of like a ripoff, too. Yeah, wow. Everything about this was a ripoff. Kind of looks like the, the Eagle belt a little bit. 1,100 people. Looks like more than 1,100 people, though. Do you know what 1,100 people looks like? That. Yeah, that's it. So how do Those you know that it looks like more? 1,100 people. That's the amount of people that watched you get tag teamed by the Taz's. The Taz family? <laughs> the Taz hyphen hook family? So if if Abyss takes the ring off to wrestle, does he lose the Hulkamania powers? I would assume he would, wouldn't he? Why is he wearing around his neck? As a necklace, yeah. Do you remember when he had the chain? Pepperidge Farm remembers. He came out to the Hogan American Maid song from WCW. Oh, he's a phenomenal one here, too. He was always a phenomenal AJ Styles? I guess so, but now he's a phenomenal with the Ric Flair robe. But you can't hardly even see him. He's hotter than Charlotte. He's hotter than Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would I would do AJ over Charlotte. Yeah, especially with his long hair now. Yeah, I mean, if you did Charlotte, that's bestiality, and that's illegal in 49 states, except for Louisiana. He look he looks like he's Kane. Why is Ric Flair in a wheelchair? Because Abyss put him through the ramp. Oh. Abyss Kane. Yeah, it's like a Kane mask almost. Who's that bitch? That's uh, that bitch. That's <laughs> the one that, uh, Hog uh, that uh, Flair left his new wife for. Yeah, I wonder why she uh, divorced him. Definitely wasn't because he was unfaithful. Definitely wasn't because he was swinging his dicks at sewerages. Definitely wasn't because he probably fucked anything with a pulse. It wasn't because he was the first person to ever have a horse-human hybrid baby. Rick, I can't be with you. Why? Because you keep saying that horse is your daughter. Why won't you love Charlotte? Her name used to be Ashley, and then you turned her into a horse. <laughs> Charlotte. What happened to Ashley? Ashley Flair was a good-looking young woman. You bred her with a horse. What is that monstro? It's like the fly when he go Jeff Goldblum goes to the fucking pod and the little fly goes in, then he metamorphosizes into the fucking fly. That's what happened to Charlotte with a horse. Right now he's got the ring on, so he should just squash AJ, right? You think he would just squash AJ? His outfit is awful. You're wearing the same outfit. Looks better on me. Why does he have like little like yellow and red? Oh, yellow and red. Oh, never mind. Hogan and his abyss, but he's got the anarchy symbol. Anarchy abyss. Abyssarchy. I bet you at some point in this match, he takes the ring off of him. Well, they must have changed the apron because there's no more spray painted bot. No, wait. They actually just wiped it off because you could still see the spray paint in the ring. Did the, the coroner come out? It, Eric Bischoff came out. Goes, Dude, we only have one ring apron. Have you not noticed the 1,100 people here? We can't afford another <laughs> ring apron. He fucking pushed him out of the ring. 
You liked you liked when the ramp went right to the ring, didn't you? I I did like. I don't know why. It's just like a cool thing. That one's like a mini w, ramp, though. That was an ECW thing. It was, it, WCW started it in '91. Ric Flair looks like a bald eagle. Bald eagle Flair. Choke slam him. Oh, he did the eye poke. Shouldn't he not be allowed to do that since he's wearing the Ring of Power? Yeah, the eye poke should not affect anything. Oh. Nothing should affect Abyss because he's got the ring. The Ring oh, of Mania. Ring. Is it the Ring of Mania? What, what's the ring called? It's the Hall of Fame ring. What, what would the power, Ring of Power? No, ring it's of just the Hall of Fame ring. Oh, damn. That was a pretty cool move, though. You fucking tossed him. Well, they did that. That was a cool move, but it wasn't like groundbreaking. And the ch- crowd's chanting TNA. <sighs> Nobody chanted TNA. I hate when they now they chant the company that they're watching. I hate it when ECW did it. I hate when AEW does it. I hate when GCW does it. Did you? Yeah. That ring is not working. Not working at all. He's he's seems very vulnerable. But I will guarantee he hulks up. Should he put it? He needs to put in like the charging station. Oh, you just got fucking. You suck abyss. Suck abyss. Get it? Suck abyss. He's suck abyss. <laughs> abyss and suck abyss. <laughs> Missed opportunity. You could have had an incubus. Not suck abyss. And just and abyss. An abyss. And a syllabus. A syllabus. <laughs> that could have been a stable. <laughs> the abysses. The Bisses. They could have had a rapper that looked like Ludacris. It could have been Ludabiss. <laughs> Ludabiss. Syllabus is my favorite. Syllabus is the best. <laughs> He's just like the genius. Oh. <laughs> oh, the ref is wagging his finger at AJ. Biss? Get off me. A biscuits. That's what he ate all the time was a biscuits. <laughs> Abyss, think, it's time for your match. What are you doing? I'm eating a biscuits. I think that his pancakes that he eats are a biscuits. I think if Abyss was in the new day, he'd be throwing out a biscuits pancakes. A biscuits. Why wasn't one of his moves like abysmal? The abysmal move. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's abyss it's, with it's, the abysmal. The abysmal move. You're taking him to school with the syllabus. Little Miss Bit. <laughs> Alexa Biss? <laughs> oh, Alexa Biss. That's her next new character. Abyss is going to come out, and then it's going to be it's, it's going to be the fiend. It's going to be Abyss. It's gonna be Alexa Biss. Abyss and Alexa Biss. She marries him. She marries him, and then the fiend comes back. He's like, no, that's my woman. He goes, no, I'm Alexa Biss. And he's, no, not you, Alexa. Now she's little Mrs. Biss. You're Mr. Hook. <laughs> AJ Styles. So he Why got his tattoo recently. Oh, the phenomenal forearm. Flair's face looks like a newborn baby. You look like a newborn. Oh, was he doing a, what's he doing? The rack attack? He's just a Nikki Bell's finishing move. Nikki Bellabis? Bellabis. My business. My business. If he was a rapper, he could have just, that could have been his tagline. Like, why are you getting up in my abyss-ness? Say out my abyss-ness. Total nonstop abyss. What is he do? What is Ric Flair doing? He's trying to pull his dick out for that lady. AJ Styles doesn't look like someone who roofies women. You know that the ref's getting knocked out right now. Oh, oh deep, deep six. six. Oh, Ric Flair's at the ringside now. Great. I bet he can walk. 
Oh, he maced the ref. No, he tried to mace him for like two seconds, and it didn't work. So does he get disqualified now? What he sprayed now? his eyes? Who gives a shit? Oh, low blow to his biz, his little bizzes. My abyss balls. <laughs> but wouldn't he get disqualified? Yeah, I guess so. But it took like he tried to spray it, and it was nothing was coming out, and it was like an awkward two seconds where I was like, "Let's go with it. It'll happen in a second. Hogan's gonna come out now, right? I don't. I don't know. AJ, don't be a heel. I like that belt though. Do you like it? I, that belt's better than the one that they had when Brock had the WWE belt. Oh, it is Hogan. What, what music he coming out to? It's a version of the NWO music. Oh, it's a Hebner. Oh, this is when Hogan has. Uh, this is when he pulls him in the wheelchair. AJ, why won't you help him? Oh, there you go. Who's gonna win? AJ's still gonna win. I bet. I'm not telling you. Oh, 450, 360. What is that? 280. Uh, 450. Oh, he's hulking up. Uh -oh. He's bisting up. He's he's rising up from the abyss. He's surfacing. He's crowning. Uh oh, no cell. So Hogan came out and Abyss recharged the ring, the Hall of Fame ring, so he could Hulk up. How did he recharge it? Because he showed up. Oh, that's you. Oh, he fucking what? He did the leg, the big boot, but he didn't knock him down. Oh, oh. through. He's chokeslammed through Eric Young's fucking chalk outline. He, he chokeslammed them through the ring. And, and, and they called call for the, the match. It's bullshit. Can he still pin him? He, I mean, why would that call for the bell? He's not dead. So it cost him his... He didn't win the belt. It, did, did he win the belt? No, he didn't win the belt. Oh, I was like, no, fuck you. Give the belt back. You didn't win. Why is he sweating so much? He's in a fucking wheelchair. He's like, his face is beat red, and he's sweating like Brock Lesnar. He hasn't moved. He's in a wheelchair. Earl Hebner just, oh, oh my God. Did, did you just see that? Where he stripped into the, the hole? Abyss just tripped into the hole. All the AJ Styles, and then had to jump out real quick. Oh, he maced Ric Flair. Ric Flair could walk? Oh, he always could walk. Even when Hogan was pushing him away, he could have just got up. Hogan was trying to give her the 24-inch python. Who's this, Corey Graves? Who the hell is that? Oh, he's going to get knocked into the hole, isn't he? He's going to suck. This guy sucks. Who is that guy? He sucks. I don't know. Oh, he's macing oh, him, he's too. Him. So nothing came out of the bottle. We just pretend in TNA. Oh, what is this, fucking the Keystone Cops? He fucking schoolboyed him. <laughs> he tripped over Ric Flair. Oh, oh Ric Flair... Like a fucking golf shot. They're like, is he going to fall in the hole too? This is like Benny Hill. No, this is not awesome, TNA it's fan. Spelled, it's spelled wrong, you fucking jerk off. They spelled it A-W-S-O-M-E. Fucking idiot. This is abyss spelling. <laughs> this is abysmal spelling. <laughs> abyss spelling. So they tried to make like a Mankind character into... Hogan in WCW when he wasn't in the NWO. What a night. I would be upset. I didn't win a belt. Yeah, I'd be like, um, well, I didn't actually win the match because I don't have I'm not walking out of here with the world championship. That's it? It's over? That's it. Wow. All right. Uh TNA just, you know, never fucking fails to disappoint. The ending was pretty funny how they all fell through the hole though. Uh anything will amuse eleven hundred people. Those 1,100 so people left there happy. 
What have we learned tonight, Ryan? What have we learned today? We've learned that you're never getting Justin Credible's book. Never. I'm not even going to get a Christmas card. You're not getting a response, nonetheless, the book from Justin Credible. Justin Credible has gone into the Witness Protection Program. What else have we learned today? We've learned that um, Amanda Huber is worth $3 million and is not a struggling housewife. Or, excuse me, widow housewife. No, you can't say that. Don't you know there's a statute of limitations? All right, I'm sorry. She's worth $3 million and she's an unfortunate widow that kids make her money because she works for the company that her husband worked for and her kids are going to be signed to. Facts. Facts. Vinny, where can we find you and this show? As of now, until we get pulled, uh, you can find us on Spotify, (laughs) Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and anywhere else that you can listen to a podcast. You can find me on Twitter as InfrontFaceLOK. You can find me on TikTok at VinnyViolence. You can also find our merchandise on www.zazzle.com slash store slash front face lock podcast right we do have a new shirt that i'm working on getting reposted on zazzle i might have to post it on another site but um zazzle's kind of giving me a hard time right now but you can find me on twitter at obsolete neil 256 the one who everyone on twitter hates right now in the wrestling community you can find the show at front face lock instagram and facebook at front face lock podcast lucky 13 beer company will always sponsor us because it's a, he's a good man and he doesn't give a shit what I say. So it's not like we're going to lose wrestling community. We're not going to lose a sponsor because I said that Amanda Huber is a bad mother. Vinny, why is TikTok mad at you? We all know why Twitter's mad at me. Why is TikTok mad at you? So if some unoriginal cunt decides to post a video, which it did get like 189,000 views. But, but, what... Before you say what the video she posted, somebody already posted a similar video three years ago yes. on Instagram, on and people got sh- and people shit talked it. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. So this girl made fucking she poured spaghetti on her table, and then meatballs and sauce, and then Italian bread, and then they were all eating, and then there's another one of like nachos and the same shit. And they're like, oh, we're gonna eat off the table, a whole group of us. They put the song in the TikTok video of the pasta. I'm gonna make y'all lose your mind. The fucking DMX song. So I actually lost my mind. I was like, "Oh, I hate everybody in this video," and they went berserk on me. And then I told the bitch she needs to shave her eyebrows. And then they said something about my eyebrows, but I'm a man, and my eyebrows are actually nice. For those are pretty yeah. nice eyebrows. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I said thanks, Snuffleupagus, for the comment. And then another one's like, "Oh, do this before you comment on people's appearances." Yo, bitch. Because they want to be edgy, but not mess up their table. <laughs> Easy so, cleanup. Easy cleanup. Clean up your fucking eyebrows, bitch. Hashtag, hashtag easy cleanup. Hashtag TikTok champions. If I went to your house and you're like, hey man, I got some food, you know, you ready to eat? I'm like, yeah. And you fucking pulled this long table out, you just rolled a bunch of hot dogs down it, and you sprayed mustard. And then you just had a long piece of bread, and you're like, have at it, Skip. I wouldn't be mad if other people at the party were like, yeah, I'm not going to eat this. Like, this is disgusting. You just put a bunch of food on a table and told me to eat. We're not fucking cavemen here. Hi, buddy. All right.
All right, uh, later dudes, S you in your A's, don't wear a C in jail over your B's.